0: Wow, now i got to follow all that. (laughs) My goodness, what a a blessing this morning. Bless you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. To have your Bible, go ahead and turn to the book of Romans. Book of Romans. We'll be looking in chapter 7. Why got to tell the young men to leave? (laughs) <laughs> they, they, they start hollering. Y'all get them let's go get out of here Romans chapter 7 we're going to be reading verses 14 through 25 the title of this message is the struggle of sin the struggle of sin Romans chapter 7 by the way Terry November the 10th 1976 was the day of my salvation. Amen. And then they cut together. Beautiful day. They had a special call meeting the next day on the 11th to baptize me because they prayed I'd get away. <laughs> so little did they know. What I
1: got couldn't get away. Amen.
0: <laughs> the struggle of sin chapter 7 of Romans beginning in verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. None then, or now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For the will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, would I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law, That when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. (coughs) O wretched man that I have. Who shall deliver me from the body of this dead? I thank God through Jesus Christ. So then, with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with flesh the law of sin. Father God, thank you for your word. Speak to us, Lord, through it. There's only you can do. And help us to remember that we are all all capable of sin and we all need you to be an overcomer in jesus name we pray amen Amen. now a lot of people read this and it's confusing a little bit now all paul's saying is those things that i know to do good sometimes i don't do some things that i don't that i know i don't need to do those are the very things that I do is Paul speaking to all of us today Amen. now there's a lot of people when they read this believe that he's only talking about before he found Jesus Christ don't believe that for one minute because he's speaking in the present thing, not in the past if for one thing and he describes the law of spirituality he's not describing the written law the, the law of, of Moses he's not writing about these things he's talking about his experience now Paul is one of those. He's not going to tell you his specific sin. Sometimes, you know, we sin and we don't need to share it with other people. Amen? Sometimes we just need to share our sin with God and really be done with it. And the less we tell anybody else about our personal sin, the better off we are. And so we need to always do share it with God. Why? because he sees us everywhere we are, he knows what we've done and he's made a way for us to receive forgiveness from that and it's all through Jesus Christ, so we need to remember that So anyone that, that believes that when you are born again that you become sinless they're not in the real world and there's some people that actually preach that nonsense that every time you sin, you just lose your salvation and death. come back, get it all over again, and you just, you just, you just mess up. There's no perfect person in this world ever have been but one. Amen. Amen. And He's the one that saves us from our own sin. So remember that when we are born, we are we are born in sin. According to Psalms chapter 1 verse 5, we are born in sin and we are shaped in iniquity. We're born that way. We're born in need of
1: salvation.
0: Now, a lot of people say, well, I thought children would go to heaven. I do believe that with all my heart. Because they're not responsible and accountable. It's our job to teach them to do good. Amen? Amen? And and a lot of the world is failing, miserable on that. Amen? Amen? So we need to to work on ourselves, and, and so they'll know. But this is a fact of Scripture. It's not hearsay. It's not something that all everybody proclaims. It is a fact of Scripture. So the Lord requires something to happen to us in order to get away from this sinful nature that we possess or to get forgiveness from. And He calls it being born again. We're born into sin, shaped into iniquity, but we're born into the kingdom of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. We are redeemed, we are sanctified, and we become justified. Now, there's a lot of errors that happen even with this. See, we have people that preach wrong things all the time, and we have people that take this very uh, idea, this very truth, and say, well, that means I can do anything I want to now, and it's cool because I'm justified. I'm sanctified. I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So now I can sin and it's a okay Well, they're the ones that do preach that, whether you believe that or not, but they do actually preach that. But the Bible says that, that what we must do is be born again by receiving the Holy Spirit of God by grace through faith. Amen. Remember that. By grace through faith. And the Bible says that gr- uh, the grace of god is sufficient for all of our needs right. now if anybody gets it to their idea ahead that the grace of god is applied to our sin naturally and, and without any consequence you're wrong right. grace uh, the, the, the bible tells us that the lord chasteneth whom he <laughs> loves. and that chasteneth come, comes when we sin against him <clears throat> another scriptural fact, not a fallacy, it's a scriptural fact. So we must come to God uh, through, uh, by grace through faith and, 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 and unto repentance. Now, a lot of people say, well, uh, that, that, that's my salvation, and the Bible says that uh, that that uh, that I'm covered under the blood of Christ, and there's some truth to that, a lot of truth to that as a matter of fact. And, it's, uh, and if you look at the scripture, and you just pick them out and isolate them, you can convince yourself of that. But you don't get to look at certain scriptures and justify yourself. You have to look at the Word of God as a whole. And then you see that this justification came with a great price. And it's not just that easy. Amen? Amen. And you know, I preach to you all a lot about sin, about the things we do to one another, about one another, how we mistreat each other, and, and all these things. And I preach a lot about sin. But we need to know that we are still sinners.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now is that an excuse to keep on sinning? No. Now the Bible tells us that the Lord saves us from sin. It does not tell, say that we are saved to sin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So don't get that all out of your head that you can justify your sin. There is no justification for sin. And, and, and remind yourself <laughs> that you're not perfect even though you're saved. You're on this journey of uh, uh, salvation to the to the Redeemer comes, and, and you'll be in good shape. But until then, you've got this walk to walk. And we're walking in the light of Jesus. And if you say to yourself, oh, I don't say and I've actually heard people say this. <laughs> Look at what the Scripture says, though. Don't, don't listen to people. Listen to the Scripture. And you have to read the Scripture to do this. First John chapter 1, verse 8, 9, 10. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Amen. Does everybody look around one and say, you're a sinner? No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> say to yourself, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. We are. But we're different from a lost sinner. We're a sinner that's saved by grace. Amen. And there's a lot to say when you say that. There's a lot that goes in it. Verse 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So He knows you're a sinner. The scripture says, yes, you are a sinner even if you're saved, but He gives you a way to cleanse yourself from that sin. And it says confession to Him. And He will forgive you. That's the way of God. It's not my way. But what do we do? We try to hide it, don't we? We don't want to let anybody to know. We don't even want to admit it to God because sometimes when we admit to God, we got to say we're wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we try to justify that we are always right and therefore it's no sin. That's not a way to do it. That's a false, phony, lying way to do it to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. We confess our sins, He is faithful and just forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Then he repeats himself, if we say that we have not not sinned, we make him a
1: liar.
0: Think about that. And his word is not in us. Now when you look at that, that word when it talks about the word, here it's a little w. But when you read the scripture in St. John chapter 1 where it says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, all capital letters, and we beheld the Son. I'm going to shorten that up a little bit. In other words, when Jesus lives in us, the word, capital W, is there. So it's a dangerous thing to say, I'm perfect. I don't sin. I have no need of repentance. The, uh, I don't know a single person that ever lived that don't have a need for repentance. Amen. Listen to this. Over. And over. And over. And over. Amen. And over. Amen. And over. And over. Amen. And over.
1: Yep. And I, I, I'm just trying to count the
0: years I've been saved. I've had to repent multiple times in a day.
1: Me too.
0: And I have to confess even more often than that. Mm-hmm. Confess is is what we have to do. So, so when we receive the Spirit of God, we 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 can't use grace as an excuse to sin. <coughs> Paul actually addressed that if you turn back a page into, in chapter 6 of Romans and verse 6. Uh chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. He said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue and sin that grace may abound? That's a silly sounding question, but we live like that every day. I'm covered. I've got this. Have you confessed it? No, we ain't got it yet then. amen Amen. and it says he answers his own question Mm -hmm. what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that god God may abound that grace may abound god forbid Mm -hmm. how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein again he didn't save you so you could sin he saved you from sin amen Mm -hmm. remember that when we sin Purposefully, when we sin willingly, and you say, well, I never do that. When you defy the Holy Spirit telling you not to do something and you do it anyway, you defy God whether you want to admit it or not. He knows. Amen. Amen. He knows whether you get it or not. That's
1: right.
0: And He holds us accountable for our own sake. <laughs> God help us. We need to listen. We need to hear that. Because we're living in a day well, the last days are so evident it's spooky yeah. a few weeks ago we were talking about the, at the end time when the volcanoes and things like that would erupt and we read something in revelation said a mountain is going to blow up and hit the ocean and what's that going to cause it's going to hit an ocean and cause a great catastrophe and, and that week iceland started erupting The largest volcano in the world. It's still in the news. They just had one down in Mexico. As we preach this stuff, it's happening before our very eyes. We need to wake up and see that the end of time is near, that Jesus Christ can come anytime because the things He prophesied to us Himself that would happen in the end time are happening as we live. Amen. Amen. Right now. We talked last Sunday, Brother Jim, mm-hmm. about communication. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right.
0: And whoever rules all the communication, that's the only voice that'll ever be heard. Mm-hmm. We spoke that last Thursday. Everybody's cell phone would oh. right. mm-hmm. As we were talking about the very things. What's God trying to show his church? What's he trying to show us? It's happening. Wake up! forget the puny jump forget all the stuff and focus on me focus on my kingdom work there's work to be done and it ain't arguing and fighting it's out there telling people that there's a God that loves them and his name is Jesus Christ amen. Amen. wake up amen he's going to come back for a people that's awake and watch it for him so we need to do that we have to be born again and We are still sinners. And we have to guard ourselves against that sin. We can't use an excuse. We don't have one anymore. There is no excuse that looks over all this stuff. So we need to be born again. We need to make sure we've had a relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to make sure that we stay filled with the Holy Spirit because that's the key. Staying full of the Spirit. And you know, it just bugs bug people, that's the Baptist I'm Baptist too for me to say you need to stay full Mm -hmm. already been filled, it all leaked out somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know what made it leak, because you had sin in your life that you refused to confess and it takes away from you makes you clean and dirty before God, uh, unclean and dirty before God he don't use an unclean vessel So confession cleans us up and makes us consistently usable to God. Does that make sense? It's a fact. It's a fact of Scripture that that's the way we have to be before God. So when we are born again and when we we have been saved or we have been refilled or whatever you want to call it, when we have been, let's say, renewed. I've heard a lot of the the Baptists like to say uh, rededicated. That's good. That'll work. Rededicate yourself to the work of God. Rededicate yourself to the, the fullness and the richness of the Spirit of God. Come to the altar. Get, get rededicated, if that's what you want to call it. Don't care what you call it. Just get you some of it. And get better so He can use you that way. And so, something has to change in our lives. We're not capable of going to heaven without a change. And it's called born again. So what changes then? In the Old Testament, all sin required a sacrifice of blood or a given substitute that was given by God for poor people who couldn't afford to kill animals all the time. And he allowed them to do certain sacrifices with grain and he counted them as a blood sacrifice. And so he made a of it because he wanted everybody to be able to do a blood sacrifice for what purpose? to cleanse themselves of their sin and their unrighteousness. Not only did they do it as, a, as an individual, they had to do it as a nation also. So we need to remember that our nation really needs this, don't they? Amen. And because why do we have to do that? Because the scripture in Hebrews 9.22 says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So they had to kill animals, they had to bleed them out, and they used the blood to sprinkle on the altars and things where God prescribed them how to do it. And they had to have a high priest once a year to go behind the 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 curtain in the Holiest of Holies and sprinkle the altar behind there, the Ark of the Covenant with blood, and put it around there so the sins of the people could be forgiven. People had to do that, they had daily offerings, they had weekly offerings, they had monthly offerings, they had seasonal offerings, they had quarterly offerings. They had an annual offering. They had to do all of these together. So it was kind of expensive to (laughs) repent. Amen? Amen? Amen. Well, let me tell you what, in our day, it's expensive not to repent.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Let me say that again. It's expensive for us not to repent. What would it cost us? It might cost the salvation of one of your children. It might cost the salvation of a grandchild. It might cost the salvation of a neighbor. Mm -hmm.
1: Because
0: you won't repent of your sin. Mm -hmm. Think about that. It has an effect all around you with people who you know and love. They see that in your life. And so there is there has to be a remission of sin. (laughs) It can only be applied. By the blood And so each person had to do this They had to do it all the time I was telling you about it It was very costly Brother Troy you're going to like this statement But God But God (laughs) Praise the Lord for God Amen. Amen But God gave us His only begotten son Everybody just say hallelujah Hallelujah He gave him to us He gave him for us. For what purpose? Think about it. He sent his son. He died on the cross. He shed his own blood. Amen. He rose on the third day in victory and he ascended into heaven to do what? To purify the vessels of heaven with what? His own blood praise God. Did he do that? You better believe he did. Because there was no power in earth or hell that could prevent that from happening. Why? Because that's what God said he had to do with it. Amen. And so he had to purify these things with his own blood. Let me read you the scripture. If you don't believe me, it's in Hebrews chapter 9. Y'all need to read Hebrews. It's a good explanation to the to the Jewish people as to who Jesus Christ is and what he came for. We need to all know this, amen? So when you look at in Hebrews chapter chapter 9, uh, I'm going to read in verse 22, starting in 22 if I can find it. Uh, where am I? I'm lost. I'm blind. <laughs> Hebrews 9, 22 through 28. There go. And, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Y'all think about that And without the shedding of blood there is no remission it was therefore necessary that the patterns of things now look at this in the heavens now see that in the heavens should be purified with these talking about the blood but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these that means It had to be done with something better than the blood of bulls and goats. Mm -hmm. Jesus was better than that.
1: Amen. Amen. Now look at it. He
0: goes on. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands. When he had to go back and present his blood, it wasn't here. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in a place made with hands like earth was. Mm -hmm. Which are the figures of the Mm -hmm. truth. But the heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. So he showed up with his own blood in the heavenly realm and he showed up on our behalf carrying his own blood. Praise God. Thank God for Jesus. We don't even halfway grasp what he's done for us. This is what he did. Nor, Nor yet that he should offer himself often As the high priest entered into the holy place every year without blood of others, for then must he have often suffered since the foundation of the world. But now, once, in the end of the world, y'all hear that? When he died, it was the beginning of the end. Now that happened over 2,000 years ago.
1: Where
0: are we at now? Getting closer all the time, aren't we? Amen. And he appeared to put away sin, by the sacrifice of himself Mm -hmm. what qualified him for that he lived without sinning he was the perfect lamb of God perfect lamb of God and as it is appointed unto men once to die but after this the judgment so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time, without sin, unto salvation. Amen. He's going to come get us. Y'all. He's going to show up with, without sin, and He's going to come to save us from this world. Praise God for that. And, and don't we serve a great God? He became our high priest and our advocate before the Father. Turn back in Hebrews to chapter 4. Listen to this. He is a high priest and an advocate for us. He's our lawyer. He's our attorney. He represents us. Do you represent him? You know, one thing I heard, I see about lawyers on TV all the time. They hate a client that lies to him. They can't represent a client that lies to them because they don't know truth. We need to quit lying to Jesus Amen. and start being honest with him, confessing our sins and letting him cover that and making us better people. We need to quit lying to him. Amen. Amen, yeah. Amen. look at it in uh, chapter four, verses 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest in name Jesus that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Our profession of what? Of our faith in him. How I many of you do that regular? Mm-hmm. Confess him to other people. Especially lost people. It's one thing to profess it in church. It's a good thing when we have testimony and you profess him. What is it like out there when you profess him before someone lost? That's the key. It's what he wants from us. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us therefore, because of what he did, not because of what we've done, let us de- come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. When we have sinned, go to him. Amen. Find mercy from him. He's, he said it, it endures forever. His mercy does, and His grace is sufficient when we come to Him boldly this way. Lord, you know what? It's a bad thing. Have you ever, <clears throat> I know you have but if you confess to it, it's hard to confess to Him how evil you are yourself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You not see me do it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't dare go look in the mirror. <clears throat> but I have to tell Him when I'm, I've done bad wrong. Because of this, He has bought us. He has every right to require what He has for us. If we have believed on Him and received His salvation, He has paid a price for us. We owe Him. Amen. If that's not enough to keep you from sinning on purpose, I don't know what is. We owe Him. He has bought us with His own blood. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you which you have of God and you are not your own. You don't belong to yourself anymore. You belong to Him if the Spirit dwells in you. For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. How do you glorify God? By abstaining from uh, from sin. From sin, anything sin, abstain from. It. Stop. It. And when you when you fail, confess and be cleansed from it and move on again. It's so simple, but it's so complicated evidently. And and so and we are accepted in the beloved. Listen, I love this scripture, Ephesians chapter uh, one, verses six and seven, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. He's our high priest and our advocate. He's carried his own blood in there and he stands on our behalf. We have been accepted by the Father through Jesus Christ and for no other reason.
1: Amen.
0: Remember that. My old, my old pastor, Brother Gene, he's age I am, but he's old. He always described this to me. He said, when I stand before the Father, and the Lord, I'm going to be by myself, except for more. I ain't going to be my wife. I ain't going to be my mom and my daddy. It's going to be myself. He's going to stand between me and my father. And my father is going to look at me through him. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. He's going to look at me through him, his son. We're going to look totally different to him that's how he makes us acceptable to the beloved and glory and so we need to be filled with the spirit of God Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 and 14 why in whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom after you be- you believed you were sealed You believe that? Amen. When you believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, He seals you with what? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our seal. Not only is that Holy Spirit our seal, but it is it it says that you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption. In other words. We have then had a down payment put on us uh-huh. in glory that's acceptable to the Father and it's good until what? Till he takes us out of this place and redeems us Amen. to himself. Woo! Uh-huh. What a God we serve. Amen. Listen, y'all, if you can't get excited about hearing these things right here, you're dead.
1: Amen.
0: You ought to be jumping inside right now. Your heart ought to be pounding Knowing that Jesus lives there and what he has done for every one of us. The redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. That's what it means when it says we are not our own, we are bought with a price. You, my friend. And all those who are filled with the Spirit of God are the purchased possession of God. (coughs) Hallelujah. Thank God for that. So we are of this. And He has given us the Holy Spirit as our seal. Now when we sin, we can do what? We can come boldly before the throne of grace because we have been given permission by the blood of Jesus Christ. We can come boldly to do what? You can ask Him. You can make your request to Him. You can petition Him. You can confess to Him. You can come and bow before Him anytime because Jesus gave us that right. Praise God. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is there to coax us into confession. How does He do that? You ever done sin and felt bad about Mm it? The natural man don't feel feel bad about his Mm sin. But the saved man does. Why? Because of the Spirit inside of him said, you shouldn't have done that. And we feel that. And listen to me. If you can sin and not feel that, you better get on your knees and ask the Lord to feel your good spirit. Amen. Amen. We need to do that. That's the the church needs to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. And after and so we, uh, so now when we sin, we can come boldly to the throne of grace after the Holy Spirit convicts us and listen to this. Anytime, anyplace, mm-hmm. <laughs> any time, any place, any any time, any place, and He will cleanse us with His own blood. Amen. That's the promise of Scripture. What a <coughs> great great God. Mm-hmm. What an awesome God. Now, we need to close. With it. I know we do. Let's go back to our our, uh, our scripture, that tongue, tongue teaser that we read a while ago. And let's look in verse 24 and 25. Paul, knowing this, knowing that even in his salvation, he would sin. We don't know what he did, don't say. But he makes this proclamation in verse 24 Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall. Deliver me from the body of this dead. And I love his own answer. He answers his own question like he does. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Y'all like it or not? We got two natures. We got the nature of Christ, and we got the nature of ourselves. And there's a warfare that goes on consistently. We always gotta make it where he can win.
1: Because
0: if we ever win, that's when we get in lots of trouble. Amen. Amen. I'm fixing to plug Listen to this. Quit trying to please God in your flesh. The Bible explicitly says that we cannot please God in our flesh. So quit trying to think for God. Quit trying to override god and quit trying to serve him in your flesh he won't let you he won't accept it he won't even hear it listen to me you better listen to this so quit trying to please god in your flesh he won't accept that quit saying god understands my sin listen to me no he don't Amen. You're lying to yourself now. God will never accept your sin. He will accept your confession for your sin, but He will not accept that sin. And until you confess up into Him and say, Lord, I've done wrong and you're right, He ain't listening to you. And if you think He is, you're dead wrong. And we got a whole world of church people out here that's living their lives in the flesh, saying, I'm all right, because God's God covered me in the blood. I ain't got to do nothing. I'm going to heaven. And they will tell you I'm going to heaven. Mm-hmm. You guess who makes that decision? That's right. that's right. Sounds good coming from my lips, but I'm going to stand in front of the one that makes that decision. Amen. It's not going to be made by these lips. <coughs> Amen. And so we have people that sinning all the time saying they're covered in the blood, they're covered in the grace, and there's no need to confess or change. And that's how the church has gotten into the shape it is in today. Amen. Amen. Bring it to it. He don't understand. He understands the temptation. He don't understand the failure. To honor Him and love Him enough not to do it. He loved us enough to not yield to sin. Amen. He loved us enough to not sin. He loved us enough to die for us. He loved us enough to receive us for Himself. He loved us enough to send His Spirit to dwell in us so He would never leave us nor forsake us. He's with us in our sin, He sees our sin. He hears our sin, and He's waiting to hear the confession so He can repent (coughs) and give to God. (coughs) Just give it to Him. I I tell people this all the time. Give it to God. Well, that ain't what we want to hear. We want you to do something about it. I can't repent for a person. I can't confess for a person. That's on, Jeremiah. Hard life. Well, I'll remind you of what I just said. <laughs> it must come from your own lips. Amen. That's God's way. Amen. Have you done that lately? If are to get your opportunity. You're getting that opportunity right now to come. You don't have to tell anybody around you. to come talk to Jesus. Amen. He needs to hear from you, and He wants to use that blood. Oh, it's so powerful. <clears throat> It'll never lose its power. Never. It cannot be washed away. It can only wash away your sin. Amen. Praise God.
1: eye
0: closed in the attitude of prayer please what's in your life that's troubling you what's in your life that you haven't given holy to the Lord what have you done to insult his holiness have you taken too much advantage of his grace Have you denied Him His cleansing power of His blood? When's the last time you just sat down with Him and had a good cry? Told Him how much you love Him? How much you appreciate what He's done for you? When's the last time? He don't want to look over your sin or give you an excuse. He wants to forgive you. He wants to cleanse you. He wants to use you. And He wants you to call on His holy name. What a privilege. You know, there was a time in that Old Testament where nobody could speak to the Lord. He had to do it through a pick priest. Now we have a priest. He's in the heavens. And He's more holy than any priest that ever lived. And we can bring before him all of our petitions, all of our confessions, all of our needs, all of our wants, all of our desires. Give them to him. Listen to him. And let him make you new. come that we heard today and all the songs, everything sounded just wonderful and I know the Lord was pleased with it and I pray that the Lord has spoken to your heart today. I pray that you have listened to him and that you will react to him the way he's leading you to do. So thank y'all for being here. Don't forget a Building and Grounds Committee meeting at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, we'll be listening to the singers, the kinsmen, at five o'clock and there will be a fellowship afterwards. So bring your favorite snack or drink or sweet or whatever you want to bring. And if you don't bring anything, just come on yourself and we'll make you sweet. Okay. Anyway, pray pray that you'll be here and support this and enjoy them. They're really great people. So God bless you all. Uh hope to see you tonight. Amen. Amen. Uh brother Gary Richardson, would you dismiss us, please? Heavenly Father <coughs> We thank you, Lord, to be here to, in, in your house today and we just, we praise your name, Lord. And we love you, Lord. We, we pray that you'll be with each one here today, that we'll walk in your life, that we'll do the do your will, and, and that we'll always be following you, Lord, and we pray that you'll be with the children and the in this nation that that we'll always have freedom in this country. We just thank you, Lord, for all that you do. And we pray that you'll be with each one today as they travel home that they'll be safe. And we uh and come back this evening and and have a great fellowship. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. For all the strong men run off, we need to swing.